Please be seated. The reading is from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 12, and can be found on page 1027 in Red Bibles. We have Bibles in other languages and versions available at the back, and the page numbers for those are on the screen. Luke chapter 2, starting from verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, good morning, everyone. Let me just get uh, set up here. I think. Let's see. Are we on? Anyway, I'll see if this works in a minute. Uh, Christmas is a, a time when you do sometimes get unusual messages or different messages. I'm sure many of you have already received lots of Christmas cards. Yes, hands up. Yeah, lots of people. Christmas letters. Yeah, people get some Christmas letters, yes. It's about the only time of year I get text messages, really. I don't get many text messages, to be honest, but happy Christmas, I get some of those. Well, today we see a message in that passage that Cordo just read for us, a message like no other. That first Christmas we got a message, I'm not sure if this is on, so I might need some, oh, here we go. Yeah, there we go. That's the message. And we're only going to look at one verse, really. Chapter 2, verse 10. Maybe you can see it if you've got a Bible or you can see it on the screen. The message of the angel. We're going to split it into four little parts. So I'll keep popping up and down. But I'll do four little, little talks, okay? Uh, And it's about four things that the angel says. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. And here's the first message we get. Do not be afraid. I don't know what you might be scared of. Here are some of my fears. (laughs) Anything that crawls like that. Oh, dear me. Anyone else scared of spiders? Yeah. I never get close to them. Don't like, don't like snakes at all. But, but here we might think, well, why would they be afraid? Because they were, they were just met by some angels, right? Some nice, lovely angels. Aren't they sweet and, and lovely? But in the Bible, when it describes angels, particularly in the Old Testament, the description looks something a bit more like this. So they are quite big and scary and bright and almost terrifying things, these angels. And so it's not a surprise, is it? that they say to the shepherds, first thing, do not be afraid. Because if you were a shepherd just minding your own business, wondering what was going on that night, whoa, where did that come from? You might be scared. And it's really important that the first thing God wants us to hear is, don't be afraid. Fear not. I don't know what your picture of God is, but I guess for lots of us, he's someone who's very big, And he knows everything, 
He knows all the things we've done, even the things we like to keep secret from other people. And he knows, and he's very powerful. And you might be scared of God. And so the first thing God wants you to hear is to say, don't be afraid. God's got a great message for us. But here's the thing, when you're scared, what do you do when you're scared? If you see something scary, like a scary film, I sometimes do that. Or if there's some scary sound about, what might you do? Or if you're really scared, you might want to run away, run away. And and if you close off your ears, or you shut your eyes, or you run away, you might miss out on a wonderful message that God wants to give to you. God's got a wonderful message of love for us. And so he says, don't be scared. Don't be afraid. Don't run away. So that's the first thing I want to say to us all this morning. Yeah? If you come with a heart that's a bit scared, wondering what God might think of you, wondering what other people might think of you, here's the first thing I want to say. God wants to say, don't be afraid. Don't shut your ears. Don't shut your eyes. God has a great message for you this morning. And don't be afraid. Let's stand again and sing our next Christmas hymn, While Shepherds Watch Their Flocks by Night. It's, it's another picture for us of what happened there. So let's sing and think through, meditate on these words um, of what happened to the shepherds and actually what happened that night where God's glory shone around. So let's stand and sing. Please do take a seat. So we're not afraid. We're not afraid of the message God's going to bring to us because he doesn't want us to be afraid. So let's think about the second thing the angels said. I bring you good news. I don't know what you think, but today, in our world, I think good news is rare. What we see a lot, is bad news. When we look around, lots of sad things are happening all over the world. And if it's not sad news, it's (laughs) fake news. So even when you do hear something that sounds good, you wonder, can I really trust it? But every now and then, every now and then, there is a bit of good news. You might be able to see this man on the screen. Maybe you saw his story. It was in the news recently. A man called Carl Martin. Can you see what he's holding there? A little cup, a little pot, that's right. And he was using it to put his toothbrushes in. And then somebody saw it, who knew a thing or two, and he said, I think that might be quite something quite special. That little pot there, is nearly 4,000 years old. It's from Afghanistan. And it's nearly 4,000 years old. They dated it to 1,900 years before Jesus. Something that looked very ordinary, but turned out to be very, very special. And actually, the good news that the angels bring is is a bit like that, actually. 
Because in the next verse in our Bibles, in verse 11, it says, Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Now, without the angels telling us, all we would know was a baby was born. That's quite an ordinary thing. It's an amazing thing. But it does happen every day. Even in Manchester today, there'll be loads of babies born. And you'll walk past maybe the hospital and you won't even think about it. Babies are born every day. It's a common occurrence. But this baby, the angel said, is very, very special. Now, every baby's very, very special to their parents and their loved ones and their families. But this baby is going to be special for everybody. Because this baby is a saviour. He's come to rescue us. It's good news. Good news that changes everything. And the angels come and say, I want you to know a very special baby's been born. He's a baby who's going to rescue you. He's a baby who's going to save you. Save you from the thing you most need saving from. See, the Bible says our biggest problem is the ways we treat God badly. We don't do what he says. We don't think about him. We don't care about him very much most of the time, to be honest. The Bible calls that sin. And it says it it cuts us off from God. It makes it impossible for us to be his friends. Because we've broken that relationship. And the angels say, I've got good news for you. A baby's born today. And he's the one who's going to put us back right with God. That's why it's good news. Well, we're going to sing another Christmas carol that rejoices in that good news now. So let's stand and sing together the first Noel. Please do take a seat. So we've heard that we're not to be afraid because God has got good news for us. And the third thing the angels want us to hear is that it's good news that causes great joy. One of the things I love most about Christmas is singing carols. I was telling people last Sunday and the evening carol service that we had, when we sang, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, which we're going to do a bit later, it made it feel like Christmas. Anyone else sometimes get that? You sing a carol and you think, now it's Christmas. Christmas is a time of joy. And that's so right. Because the angels say the good news about this rescuer, this king that is to come, is a news that brings joy. I don't know what you think of, what brings you joy. Having a nice party with your friends. I don't go to parties like that anymore. When your team wins, I was was umming and ahhing, do I put City up, do I put United up, I'm going to... Annoy it, you know, put the French up. They won the World Cup. Um, they got to celebrate in the summer, didn't they? Uh, winning the World Cup. We've got a little, very good. Uh, but when your team wins, great joy. Let's celebrate. 
Or maybe it's your favorite song when it comes on the radio. And it just makes you feel all joyful. It's brilliant, isn't it? But maybe you sit there thinking, great joy, church, really? Jesus, isn't that the sort of thing that you just do? You drag yourself along there? You know, I work for a church, okay? Sometimes I feel like that on a Sunday morning. But it's because we've not understood this good news well enough yet. If we truly understood how special this baby was, and what a great rescue he's come to give us, boy, it would make our hearts sing with joy. We'd jump out of bed and skip down the road to church on a Sunday morning. Because this is good news of great joy. Let me tell you, one other thing that causes great joy is when someone shows you that they love you. I've got a great story about this from about 10 years ago in my life. See, I made a bit of a silly mistake 10 years ago and uh, missed a train. And it meant I couldn't get home. I was stuck over an hour away and it was midnight. It was the last train. It was gone. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I was a bit scared. Didn't have any money. I did more or less the only thing I could do. I, I phoned home. And my dad said, don't worry, I'll come and get you. He drove over an hour after midnight and over an hour back. Now, I was very thankful, and when his car came in, I was full of joy. And when I got up the next morning, there was this quiet joy in my heart. I think, how great that that he's my dad, and that he was willing to do that for me. Great as that is, though, friends, it's nothing compared to this good news. Because this good news of this baby is that he is the Messiah, the Lord. And that's the way they spoke about God. The baby is not just a king and a rescuer, he is God. He's not just come an hour to pick us up from a train station when we've got in trouble. He's come all the way from heaven to earth to get us out of trouble. And when you see that, how far he's willing to come, how much he must love us, that should make our hearts leap with joy. Good news of great joy. It's no wonder we sing at Christmas, sing songs like Joy to the World. And we're going to sing a few more in just a minute. But I'm going to hand over to Sabina now. Um, one of my favorite, favorite films, especially a Christmas film, is called The Nativity. Maybe you know it, maybe you don't. I recommend that you watch it. That's when I watch that film, then I know Christmas is nearly there. And we're going to see a small bit of it when the angel comes to the shepherds and they then go to, to, to look for the child. And do think of the words when Mary says, he is for all mankind. He is for all mankind. Enjoy. Rejoice. Rejoice. I bring you good tidings of great joy. 
unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. You will find a child wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. He is for all mankind. Oh, sorry. Need that. It's a powerful moment when she says, He's for everyone. And that's the last bit of the angel's message. Do not be afraid. Remember, this is our verse that we're looking at. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. I love how the shepherds are there, just in their very ordinary day-to-day business, not dressed in fine clothes or anything like that. Most people would have walked past them. Didn't think they were very special or very important. And maybe as I'm describing this great king, this great rescuer that God has come to earth, you think, well, would he be that bothered with me? I'm just very ordinary. Well, the first people who heard the angels were very ordinary. Because this king is for everyone. doesn't matter if you feel ordinary or not. You've all got a special and important part to play. You all get to be part of this great joy. You're all invited to take part in this good news. He's for all people. But that doesn't just mean all different kinds of people. It means all people everywhere. It's not a British story. This was what the Roman Empire looked like 2,000 years ago, and it took place there which is a long way away from Britain. So please don't think this is a British story or it's only for Western or British people. Yesterday, I took about 30 seconds to do a bit of Googling to look at Christmas celebrations, and I found people from India, 
celebrating Christmas. I found people from Malaysia. I found people from Pakistan. And that was just in 30 seconds. This is for all the people, whoever you are, whether you feel special or ordinary today, whether you are from Britain or Germany or Ghana or uh, Malaysia or Pakistan, India, China or anywhere else, this is news for you. Please, please don't leave today thinking that this good news is just a British thing or it's not for you. It's for everybody. Because we all have that problem, that problem of sin that cuts us off from God. That problem that Jesus came to fix, that he came to rescue us from. And maybe you think you've gone a long, long way away and too far away. But Jesus wants you to know there's no such thing. When he grew up, I mean, we think about baby Jesus at Christmas, obviously, but he did grow up and he died on the cross to rescue us from sin. But before he died, he told a story. And that's, uh, sorry, that's a bit dark, isn't it? That's a a painting by a a Dutchman called Rembrandt. It's a painting of a story that Jesus told called The Prodigal Son. And that son had gone a long, 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 long way away from God. And maybe that's how you feel. You've gone a long, long, long way away from God today. But in that story, Jesus says, when he turned back, the father welcomed him back with open arms and said, welcome home. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, however far away from God you think you've gone, Christmas is God coming all the way from heaven to earth to say, I love you. Come home. I've got good news for you. Don't be afraid. This good news causes great joy. And yes, it's for you. Don't sit there thinking this isn't for you. It's for you. It's for all people. If you want to find out more, stay tuned for the rest of the service because we're going to tell you about how you can get involved with some other things that are happening this Christmas time. But now I'm going to hand over to Patrick and Ali, and we're going to pray. Father God, we thank you that we can approach you without fear because of